Hello, Daniel here. Pre-chat time. I'm just chilled on the in the study. Not on the study, that'll be weird. Today's guest is the very funny Andrew White. He's a new comedian. Uh, 21, he's only 21, so we worked out when I was an X Factor. He was nine. Yeah, now I feel old. Um, he is one to watch, and I am loving his work. You can find him on the links below at his social media platforms. Anyway, let's get on with the podcast. Hello and welcome. Yeah, no, really welcome. I'm Daniel Johnson and this is Best Thing. Now, some of you may know this already, but Best Thing is that uplifting podcast that you've been plugging into your ears. Now we're on season three. That is incredible. We talk about people's best things when it comes to food, travel, TV and film, music, something random and something nice about yourself. Today's guest is the very funny Andrew White. He's a comedian and he's up and coming. He's got a lovely show that hopefully is coming in 2022, Edinburgh Fringe Festival. As always, we've got Adam Harris with his fat chicken. We've got Bethia Beats with the best in brand new music. And the boys doing their reviews, as always, to know what to watch all together in one podcast. Best thing. Next up, Adam Harris's Fat Chicken, followed by interview with Andrew White. <laughs> hey, hey, I am a fat chicken. Apparently, standing around burns calories. So you don't even have to exercise, just standing around and being burns calories. Is that true? Find out at the end of the episode. Click, click. <laughs> If you're looking for something completely different for a friend's birthday, anniversary, or you just want to wish them good luck in their new job, but I can't do a video, that'd be rubbish. Who could I get? Well, you could get loads of people at Memo. Get a personal video message from your favorite celebrity. But who? Well, let me tell you. What about Charlotte Crosby from Geordie Shaw? Or Sandra? Or Sandy from Gogglebox? Gabby Allen, Amy Childs, and if they like sport, you can get Matt Letissier, Glenn Hoddle, John Barnes, Paul Lintz, and Razor Ruddock. You can even get Carol Baskin. Who's that? She's on Tiger King, of course. Oh, yes. All you have to do is write a message, and you get your video within seven days. A perfect gift, and the best thing you could do for a friend today. It's that easy. Just go to memo.me. That's memo.me. Why not get a fun celebrity message today? Andy, Andrew, what do you go by? What is, and, what's an informal way? I'm afraid, if I'm afraid it's got to be Andrew for equity reasons. <laughs> <laughs> what about Colin with two L's? Is that okay? <laughs> ah, see uh, i'm a fan i'm a fan i'll put the links of that below because people are like what the hell are you talking about i'm a colin with two l's sorry not not gonna make it not acceptable yeah is it is it two l two l's are bad and one one l's fine or yeah 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 so the, it's a bit of material and I, I i say that two l collins is a you're a man not a dictionary <laughs> i feel like two that's too many l's single single l colin that is acceptable double l colin that's that's way off the mark and if you're Welsh, the two L's together is like a different a different word, yeah. isn't it? Like a... <laughs> is, is yeah. it... 
Uh, where are you right now? You've got a lovely white background. I mean, if you're Thank on the you. BBC, you know, that is a perfect background. There's no books to make you get cancelled. So you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, my, my bookcase is just here. And, oh, my goodness. Honestly, it's full of some very controversial figures. Uh, no, I'm currently in my bedroom uh, in Salisbury. Oh, how posh. Yeah, <laughs> it is quite. Yeah, it's quite a market. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. Um, so we're going to be talking about your best things. The first, I don't know why I'm doing hand gestures. No one can actually. You can see me. It's fine. Mm. Um, we're going to be talking food first. Uh, what is your relationship with food? Are you, can you cook? Can you? Can you? Do you hmm. cook for everyone? Are you good at that? No, uh, I'm not instinctive. I'm quite competent. You know, if I've got a recipe to follow, I can do a decent job. And I reckon I, I've got a. I'm I'm willing to add a bit of flair, you know. If if the recipe says do this, I think oh, I'll throw in this spice instead. So, but that's as far as kind of my instinctive chef ability goes. I I do need some kind of guidelines to follow. Wait um, a minute, you sound like you're just going to go into an advert for Hello Fresh. You're not. Are you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, until I got Hello Fresh, that sends me the lovely recipes and all the cue cards that I need to just cook those wonderful meals. No more guessing. <laughs> true sorry I'll come back. Uh, just for balance i actually would have gone for gusto because oh. uh, <laughs> only because my friends all use gusto and they would have uh, begged me so they got discount codes for referring friends and all that sort of stuff if your podcast is now sponsored by gusto i mean come on getting in there. <laughs> it should be it should be um yeah so okay so you can you have a little bit of flair when it mm -hmm. comes to destroying of you know the random spices and stuff like that but when mm -hmm. Like food-wise, is there anything that is your go-to? You know, that comfort kind of eating. Mine's beans on toast with a bit of grated cheese. Very basic, Ooh. but you know. Mm. No, I don't <laughs> know. The, the, I think the cheese. A lot of people, I don't think, consider the cheese. I think that ups it from basic to. I mean, I'm not going to say a culinary masterpiece, but <laughs> it's something extra, isn't it? <laughs> Probably my my comfort food is 100% pizza. I'm like, I always fancy pizza. When when parents are listing off. Um, I'm still living with my parents as well, by the way, um, for context of food. I, I, all of my meals are kind of cooked for me. Uh, but if when they're listing off like what we can have for dinner tonight, shepherd's pie, not always in the mood. Spaghetti, not always in the mood. But pizza, I'm never, I'm never going to say no to. It's so reliable and enjoyable and hard to get wrong. It's hard to have a bad pizza. Yeah, apart from if you get like the really like sweaty based pizzas, you know what I mean? Like that's being wrapped in clean form, mm. film in your lunchbox when you're seven and you're like, your mom's <laughs> like, you can have yesterday's pizza. You're like, mom, this is terrible, but I'm still going <laughs> to eat it. Uh, fruit on a yeah. pizza? Are you, fru are you fruiting on a pizza? Do you like fruit? Yeah, I quite like ham and pineapple. I don't think I'd, I'd go any other fruits. Uh, try, what other fruit? Oh, I suppose tomato as well is a fruit. That's, that's quite a key ingredient. Oh. It is, pizza. it is. Yeah, but people don't ever think of a tomato as a fruit. I know it is because it has no. seeds. You're not going to put it in a fruit bowl, are you? Um, no. no. People would look at you weird. Yeah, exactly. You've got your, your lovely bananas and an apple and some grapes and a tomato. It's, that's not the classic painting, is it? <laughs> I can imagine the tomato would make everything go off because you know there's some fruits that are not very good with other fruits, so they couldn't mm. be touching. Like, I don't like the beans touching the bread, so I like beans by toast, not beans on toast. R right why what do you mean beans bite so what you're just having toast and beans then that's not beans on toast yeah toast and beans and then i can choose which bit goes on to break because i don't want it all soggy like i'm not a gravy mm. person are you a I gravy see. person yeah i do like i do like a bit of a a, a mopping sauce <laughs> <laughs> if that's what we call <laughs> calling it no, but that sounds like what you need to get on a T-shirt. I just like a mopping sauce. It's a mop, it's, it has to be in a northern accent. 
<laughs> I think it's a verse in WAP, actually, isn't it? Mopping socks. <laughs> WAP, WAP, WAP. We'll, we'll put that in the links below. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, it's funny when it comes to food because I think that one of the things when you get older, you start liking things you didn't like before. And obviously, you're only like 21. So, what don't you like food wise? What are you not eating? Hmm, I really don't like mushrooms. And, you know, my palate has developed when I was a child. I like, I'd never believed my dad that I'd like olives, but I do like olives now. You're getting uh, older, that's why. I know. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm refining my palate. But the one thing I've not, I just cannot stand mushrooms. It's just, mm. It's going to come. I, I, you reckon? Trust me. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I get you back on the podcast, when you're selling out the Palladium, right, <laughs> in, the, in, 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 you know, three years' time, um, you're going to be like, guess what, Dan? And be like, what? You're like, I still hate mushrooms. I'm like, fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and onions, actually. I, I don't mind onion flavor, but right. just onion pieces, just the texture is horrible. Texture is more important to flavor some, than flavor sometimes. I mean, that's, that's relatively fair. I mean, I think you will like those things because I think they're massive staples. Also, mm. then when I turned, um, oh God, when I turned like a pescatarian, um, the main thing is, is that if I didn't eat mushrooms or onions, I don't know what else I would have any flavor or like, yeah. <laughs> replace the meat. It's fine. Uh, what would you say, Andrew, is the best thing about food for you? One second, I've just dropped my pen. So you carry on. Okay. Um, what is the best thing about food? That's a, that's a very good question. Um, I don't know. I feel like I really like food and I like eating food, but I don't think I can call myself a foodie because I'm just, other than my strongest like of mushrooms and onions, I'm not that opinionated. I'm, I'm kind of, I always, like, I really, when my parents are listing options for dinner, I really struggle to choose. I don't have a lot of strong preference, which is why I so often lean to pizza because I know it'll be good. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I think the best <laughs> thing about food is, uh, Oh, it has to be late night food. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. See, that's a good one. Late night food. What is your go to for the late night? Don't I know it's going to be pizza, but imagine pizza <laughs> and then <laughs> what 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 else are you going to get? Cuz I love like a cheese board. Oh, oh my goodness, that's a great choice. I do love a good cheese board. Um I don't know whether that would be my late night choice though. I think when I go into the kitchen, I'll pitch I'll probably have a bit of everything. Like as I'm wandering around the kitchen, I'll nick a grape from the fruit bowl. I'll get grab a packet of crisps. I'll see and what's a tomato. In the and it's a yeah, tomato from a fruit bowl. Have a munch on that. So I'll probably have quite so I'll have something from the fruit bowl. I'll grab a packet of crisps and I'll look what's in the fridge, see if there's like a microwave something and i know they're really bad and this is really outing me is not cultured i i hope all your other guests haven't come on and been like oh i like this uh particular steak from this very fancy restaurant no they haven't don't okay. worry about it you're good. fine you're in good company go on I'm, out yourself. I'm about to say rustlers uh but microwave burger <laughs> yeah it's worse than you're imagining a bloody microwave burger yeah we'll cut that we don't know that thank we'll, you we'll edit that out that's right rustlers mm, mm. okay <laughs> So what I'll do is I'll, I'll have I'll have like a piece of fruit whilst I'm deciding what crisp flavor I want. Then I'll eat my packet of crisps while the rustlers is in the microwave. And little tr trick for the rustlers: a lot of people don't realize this is you actually only put the burger in the microwave and you toast the buns. Ooh. Otherwise, the buns go soggy. <laughs> so, and that's, that's kind of my, my late night um, snack. No one likes a soggy bun. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say the uh, best thing about food for you, Andrew, is the late night food. And mm. it's pretty much grapes, 
in the fruit bowl, not a tomato, yeah. um, a packet of crisps while choosing flavors, and then a rustler burger. But you've got to toast the bun, and the burger goes in the microwave. Yeah? Is that fair? That's yes. Good. I didn't I, I, write nearly any of that down. I thought that was good. No, that was impressive. Although halfway through halfway through you listing that, I did think, hmm, do I want to make this public? Is this, uh, is this what I want people <laughs> knowing you know, about me? You know, no one's listening. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> next, <laughs> next up, we're going to be talking travel. Andrew, Andrew, mm-hmm. uh, traveling, it's a thing that, you know, we look back on and think, oh, that would be great to do. And now I just travel to the supermarket or to go and get my car washed or something like that, that that's <laughs> as, far as my traveling kind of goes. What, what, what about you? Are you, are you world, are you well traveled? Um, I, uh, I think I am relatively, I think, uh, yeah, I had quite a good childhood for, for traveling. I've not been, um, well, I was about to say I've not been anywhere in the last year. Of course, I haven't. I've been I've been nowhere in the <laughs> last year. Have. No, you could have because my friends have got like had had like cheeky getaways to like Mykonos or like Dubai or stuff like that. And I went to Devon. So oh my! I also went to Devon. I went Everything. to Devon in the August. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was there. We went actually got the we got the steam train to Padstow. It was really lovely. Oh wow! We should we should have hung out. We should have we should have hung out. It's next next time. We're yes. going this year, actually. So if you if you're not making it away and you're going back to Devon, we'll 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 make the dates work. <laughs> Thank you. I you're, like, go- you're like I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're planning on Cornwall this. So it's a group of friends that we, I normally go to the Edinburgh Fringe with. Obviously, it was cancelled last August, so we had a little getaway to to Devon. Um, oh my goodness, it was actually Somerset. That's <laughs> no. It's not not that that's that, that important. But there was big arguments about whether we were actually in Somerset or Devon. So I yeah. just. Just in case any yeah. of them are listening, uh, just to accept it was how. Do, how do you have your scones? Do you know? Is it the cream and and jam or jam on cream? Which way? It's it's cream on jam because you spread cream. the jam and then you dollop the cream. No, so yeah, no, that's fine. What you, cause otherwise... you can't say that if you're in Cornwall, you cannot say that this year. Okay. Like you cannot say that. It's the other way around in Cornwall. <laughs> Devon's fine. That's the way you have it in Devon. Anyway, back to traveling. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so you said you're kind of you're sort of well traveled like where mm-hmm. where are the places you've been um so quite a lot of european um traveling uh, the spanish islands and every mainland spain but did like menorca mallorca uh never ibiza uh that's not really my <laughs> only my scene it's really lovely like the other side of it it's great it's exactly the same as like you know menorca and or, you know those places mm. but it is really, really nice because I stayed on the quiet side and didn't go to the crazy side, apart from to see Calvin Harris, which was quite fun. Anyway, back <laughs> to you. Yeah, so you did that. Yeah, lots. Yes, lots of European travel. Um, my probably most most exciting place I've been is China, which was actually a school trip. We, I, yeah, I, I used to study Mandarin at school. And, can you can you give us a little bit? Oh, what the I Ying. I'm impressed, man. What did you say? It, it, it was, was it a slur. No, <laughs> you're going to get cancelled. Twenty-one and cancelled. Sorry. <laughs> it was. Um, my hobbies are uh, reading and watching the cinema. I love how you had to translate it back to English. You're like, wait a minute, what did I say in Chinese? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine. Um, that that's pretty impressive, by the way. Do you just have? Thank you. Are you quite good at languages? Is this your kind of thing? I used to be. Um, I suppose that there's still some kind of flair there. I used to really love Spanish and um, and Chinese. I took Spanish for A level, but just in the last three three four years, ever since I left school, I just don't just don't use it anymore. I just don't practice it, and it just kind of goes away. 
Just get on Tinder in those countries and you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's always the way. So yeah, so you went to China. That must have been absolutely amazing. Mm, it was really cool. It was in, it was in 2014 and uh, yeah, it was so exciting. We went to Shanghai and Nanjing and we sort of had like an exchange program and stayed with the Chinese family. And when we were in Shanghai, went up the massive Shanghai Tower, did the markets and stuff, proper very touristy stuff. And even even living with a Chinese family, uh, they they had some sort of connection to Hong Kong. So it's still very Western. I didn't even get full immersion then with the exchange program. <laughs> uh, and where have you been since? Obviously, that was 2014 and stuff like that. Hmm. Have you been anywhere like more exotic than China? I mean, China is quite... Awesome. I went to Vietnam and that was like the furthest I've ever been. And I was oh, like, wow. this is literally the, the best place ever. And we did from north to south. And I, I actually really liked it because actually in the north was really like rural. Hmm. And then in the south was like being in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, it Literally, it was so many skyscrapers. And I, I had no idea because I thought it was just going to be like the same as the north. But no, it hmm. wasn't. It was like it was this huge like... I. It was just, I think they must have just found oil. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, yes, we found oil down here. We're doing very well. Uh, Yeah, so where else have you you been? Um, So since I've kind of just stayed European since then. Um, So where where have I been? Uh, Berlin. We did did a couple of nights in Berlin. I did some comedy shows out there, which was really fun. Uh, Oslo and Helsinki, I went with my friend. My friend was in trailing around Europe, but he went for like two whole months and uh yeah he, at, at some point he realized that or, or no, i don't know whether he realized or he just kind of messaged and was like oh it'd be cool if you come out and uh, join me for some of this like so rather than going around the whole continent on its own for the whole thing so i went to oslo and helsinki with my friend that was really fun and that was like a proper solo trip as well whereas all the others have kind of been with school or with family that was just me and my friend i mean you're you're making me sound like because what i do and what happens later is that i just went on lad trips to european destinations that the wives and girlfriends didn't want to go on <laughs> so we went to Tallinn in estonia we went to bucharest in romania we went to, like all these destinations and then the last time we went away i was like i'm not having this anymore and we went to valencia and it was amazing oh uh, <laughs> yeah i think i think uh having cheap booze as a as a selling point only gets you so far it does. And what we did was better. We hired like a really nice villa with its own pool near a supermarket. So we did get all the cheap booze. Mm. And I was like, well, all of you guys are married, right? Or some of them are not now, but all you guys are <laughs> married um, and you don't talk to anyone. So why are we going to all these bars and stuff and blah, 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 when we can just rent a really nice apartment and then we mm. can go out in the evening if we want to, but three of you are like chefs. So why aren't you cooking? <laughs> so, uh, so that's what we did. It, and then it was like the cheapest holiday we've ever been on because we just bought stuff from the supermarket and just got drunk around the pool and had wonderful food, which is always good. Uh, where have you not been? And where have where I not, have been? not been? Yeah, where, where, that you'd like to be. It's yes. Not just random places, just like, I've just, never yeah. been to Scunthorpe, um, <laughs> like Tiny Temper. Um, so like, where, have you, where have you not been? Well, I have never been to Scunthorpe, actually. Um, yet. 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 It's on the tour, I'm sure, assuming for... Mm. Yes, Scun- Scunthorpe Palladium. I'll, I'll be there. Uh, <laughs> no, Australia and New Zealand are probably the two big ones, uh, especially because there's like, a massive circuit of comedy festivals out there. Uh, and in fact, it's, go- it's, it's really frustrating because it's going on right now. Like Australia and New Zealand are practically open. So comedy is just happening normally out there. And there's they're just having the festivals as they normally have them. So it's quite upsetting to see all that happening. 
So especially right now, I would like to be there, but just any time in the future. Stop following anything that's going on over there and you'll feel a lot better on social media. Don't look <laughs> yeah. at it. That's what yeah. I say. Uh, what would you say is the best thing about travel for you, Andrew? Hmm. The best thing about travel is escape. I feel like it, when you're in the country, you're in the UK, you know there's something to be doing, especially when you're in home, in, just at home all day. I know there's something I should be doing. Whereas if I'm in another country, it's like, I literally can't do it. I'm not in the country. It's true, actually. You, just to being out out and away, you're like, that's my excuse. I'm just going to use mm. that. The reason why I've not back, got back to you and why I haven't paid that bill or why haven't I had text you is because I'm just away. I'm away. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I think, I think that's a good one, Andrew. Uh, so uh, when it comes to travel, the best thing for Andrew is escape. Uh, next up, we're mm. going to be talking TV and film, which I'm always very passionate about. Are you a TV and film man? Uh, particularly TV, not so much film. Uh, we'll get into that after this. We'll be right back with Andrew to find out about his best things to do with TV and film, mainly TV. But before we do that, we got the boys doing their reviews, Tom and Revan. So over to you guys. Hey everyone, it's Tom, back for another bombastic blowout for the film bag this week, because we are talking about Sound of Metal, directed by Darius Marder. Starring Riz Ahmed and Olivia Cook in the lead roles, Sound of Metal follows the drummer of a musical duo, who begins to lose his hearing and how he grapples with this drastic change in his life. Here's a quick clip. Your hearing is deteriorating rapidly. We'll come back. Till then, Lou, we just keep going, okay? No. Lou, no. let's play tomorrow, let's see what it's like, okay? I'm gonna be like a click track, you can play to me. You have to understand, your first responsibility is to preserve the hearing you have. I can't hear you, do you understand me? I can't, I'm deaf! I'm deaf! Sound of Metal has received a lot of awards buzz recently, even managing to nab six Academy Award nominations that include Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Actor. And all of those noms are deserved, particularly the Best Actor choice for Riz Ahmed, who delivers a phenomenal performance here. Ahmed portrays the character of Ruben, who is determined to fix the unfixable situation that he finds himself in, and it's heartbreaking to watch him lose and slowly manage to gain control over his life again. The film also greatly focuses on the deaf community, providing a lot of valuable insight into a social group that can often be overlooked. Not only does it show the hardship and the struggles that come with adapting to this new way of life, but Sound of Metal also demonstrates the joyful moments when assimilating into this community, and how it isn't viewed as a handicap to them. A lot of this is spearheaded by Paul Racy and Lauren Ridloff's characters, both of whom have connections to the deaf community in some way in real life, so their involvement really adds to the authenticity of Sound of Metal's narrative and provides some much needed representation for the deaf community on screen. And another way that Sound of Metal represents that is through the sound design. It makes sense that a film about hearing would do a great job at playing with audio, but Sound of Metal takes things to another level when portraying how Ruben experiences the world around him, which changes as the film goes on. If you couldn't tell already, I really enjoyed this film and I thoroughly recommend you tracking it down prior to Oscar season. Sound of Metal had a limited UK release and is currently available on Amazon Prime US, make it that what you will, but as soon as it becomes widely available you'll definitely want to check this one out. We'll catch you next time for another dive into the film bag. TV and film, yeah. So you said you're more of a TV person, not a mm -hmm. film person. Is it just because the films are too long? You're like, ah, oh, God, I don't care yeah. enough. Yeah, and I know that's that doesn't really make sense because I'll sit and watch three hours of TV, but I'll think like an hour and a half. Binging something, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But 
I don't know. I just, oh, yeah, I've never been that much into film. Uh, I think it's very easy for a film to go on too long. And yeah, it's it's hard to get all the components right. And it's, you know, it's a whole event sitting down for an hour and a half. So you invest quite a lot into it. Whereas, an hour and a half, that's a short film. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the other thing. That is, they don't do hour and a half films now. It's all, everything's too, all the bloody Irishman is like three and a half hours. I'm not going to watch it. I don't care. Uh, so yeah, I've never been that into film. And I think, I, I, I mean, I admire the art form. I, I like some films. I've loved Call Me By Your Name. Although that is now problematic with, uh, uh, God, well, what's his name? Arnie the, Hammer. The thing about that is <laughs> I went and saw the film at cinema and I've only ever seen it once, but every single person in, in the cinema was crying. Mm. at the end especially the last sequence i think it's probably the best um end credit like not end credit but like the credit sequence there has ever been to any film just when yeah. you sat there and i'm not going to do any spoilers but does someone else who's not been great ruin it for the whole aspect of the film i don't know it, he, not for me I, no I, I'm, I'll, I'll happily rewatch it yeah, I can still watch Baby Driver, and even though that there's people in there that are unsavory, I'm not going to mention any names. Um, but you know, uh, Kevin Spacey wasn't um, that a big? That was like a big one. Like all like three of the top four build cast had something <laughs> revealed about them in the next few but, months. But to be honest, right, you're, you're you know you're relatively quite young, and I can mm-hmm. guarantee that sometimes that you might have done something like that's not great. Maybe not as bad as what the calling by your name guy has done. But, <laughs> um, you know, but I, I just feel like once you're kind of there's always something that they want to get you on you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm. maybe you called someone an eskimo instead of an inuit and then you're literally cancelled that's it that's what you're getting um but <laughs> but that is a great film it's great film. anyway tv yeah. what are you watching do you have any recommendations what i might have not seen what, what, what are you doing i've hit a re- i've timed this so badly i've got such a kind of hole in my life i just finished all of peep show all of modern family and all of the american office within like a week of each other like finish them all so i'm struggling at the moment to find something else to fill that space but uh because they were all quite big you know i was really invested in them modern family we all watched as a family peep show i watched my dad and the u.s office i watched on my own um and particularly the u.s office i was so so into and just i, I cried at the end i just i was bawling my eyes out um not to give yeah any spoilers but <laughs> i i don't I thought I, you were gonna do it then i was like oh, is he gonna say <laughs> so yeah i at the moment i don't have anything on the go but i recommend heartily all three of them modern family peep show and u.s office and it's quite a lot to keep you going it'll last uh, a few months are you a game of thrones man i do ask people this all the time i can see your face already no i'm not i i i feel like it's it's too much now to get into it's too much um, you've just watched all of those things and rewatch as well i can guarantee you've probably seen most of them before Okay, yeah. So I had so Peep Show and um, US Office were first viewings. Modern Family was partly a rewatch. We'd, we'd watched some of the f- first series, but they're like twenty minutes long and they're very lighthearted and they're easy. Whereas like Game of Thrones, it just seems like such a uh, a I was trying to translate the word a, a slog. It's a slog. It's a battle. You can probably say yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I... Not because I'm biased mm-hmm. and I'm a bit weird because I have watched Game of Thrones all the way through twice. Wow. Yes, wow. Um, and it's better the second time. But it is beyond 
worth it and whenever you do come to it because you may get into a position where you've got a friend that you're living with and they think like i've never watched it let's watch it or a mm-hmm. partner or anything like that that will make you watch it and once you do you'll be like this is probably the best thing i've ever seen in my entire life okay i'm <laughs> i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna go into it with any prejudice or any preconceptions or anything but i, I will not on my own choose to start watching it I felt like it was like a Dragon's Den pitch and you're like, I'm out. Like straight. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm not having any of this. This is this is rubbish. Um yeah, I mean I, I mean, obviously it's been a, a weird sort of like, you know, eighteen months. Um mm. and so you know, there has been a lot of TV watching and, and uh, loads of are you a Netflix person or are you an Amazon does anyone watch Amazon Prime video stuff? It's it, I I've I watched a lot of Netflix. Watch. Yeah. I, the problem with Amazon Prime, I find, is it's so hard to navigate. Like it's so unintuitive, and it doesn't it doesn't know you as well as maybe just because I don't use it as much. But like Netflix knows what I want; it's there, it's at the top, and the recommendations aren't that hard to find. Whereas Amazon Prime, you you really got to properly search through. And some of it you have to buy. You're like, well, yeah, what? <laughs> we find a film like, oh my goodness, I finally I want to watch this, and it's like three ninety nine. What? Yeah, it's it's uh it's an affront. That's what it is. I mean, obviously we've we've got Prime because we want the delivery, but yeah, I never really watch it. Standard. I think that, that that's how they're getting away with it, isn't it? It's just getting paid from the deliveries. That, mm. that's, that's it. Um, Disney Plus, man, have you even tried to venture that way? I have. I was considering getting into it, and I I asked a friend. I was like, I was, yeah, I know you've got Disney Plus, and they were like, uh, do you think it's worth it? And they went, we've got a spare profile. You can just sign into ours. So I I have got Disney Plus. Whether I'd buy it myself, I don't know. Uh, although there's quite a lot of content on there now, like so much, it just dropped so many things. Hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's it's quite my thing to properly invest in, but I'm enjoying having The Simpsons just to dip into whenever I want. I enjoyed watching Soul at Christmas. That was a really good film. See, uh, we got a film in there, Andrew. We got a film in there. Yes, yeah, I do like animated films probably more than I like. Just yeah. Yeah, they've also because now they've got Star, they've also got all of the Family Guys, they've got all the Futuramas, they've got Mm. all the uh, American uh, Dad and stuff like that. I mean, now they've got Family Guy on there. It's just on rotation in my house. It's like (laughs) the new Friends is what I do. Yeah, are you a Friends fan? Did that ever get back to you? Did you did you get into Friends ever? No, I didn't, and uh, I don't even. Not funny. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just, yeah, I never, I never sat down and watched it, and it's not a generational thing because so many of my friends love. Um, I should have I should have said mates to avoid the confusion there. So many of my mates loved Friends, <laughs> and you know they still watch it and they binge it, and it's uh, like a really popular uh, show amongst the kind of m- my age group. But just didn't appeal, not, never appealed. Not not for you, no, not for you. What would you say is the best thing when it comes to TV and film? More TV for you though. Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, I, I I might have to say Escape again. You have to, you know, you go into a, a whole new world and particularly for TV, I think that's another reason I prefer TV over film is because you get so much more of a character's life and so much more of their story and so much more intricate details than you do in a in a short, in, in one hour 20 film compared to like a hundred hours of The Office or whatever. So yeah, you feel like invested in these people's lives and it's it takes you away from uh, whatever's going on in your own life. I'm just going to uh, just press copy and paste. Um, and <laughs> the best thing about uh, TV film for Andrew is, I'm going to say escapism. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
escapism it sounds uh, more pretentious um (laughs) (laughs) uh, next up we're going to be talking music are you a fan of music i'm a big music fan yes i can't wait to get into that because i i want to know what is on your ipod shuffle you probably don't even know what that is (laughs) (laughs) need to stop talking about ipod shuffles we'll be right back with andrew to find out his best thing about music but before we do that over to bethia with her bethia beats I know we said we could be friends, but after all, all my history, like calling your friends, calling me up, calling me crazy. Hi everyone, it's Bethia from Bethia's Beats. My chosen artist for this week is the very talented Niall Sexton. He's an Irish singer-songwriter and artist creating music within the electronic and contemporary R&B genre. He's not only been part of the X Factor in 2016, but has also travelled all around the world, busking and performing his original music. He's very recently released his latest single, Skin, which is just awesome. The vibe is so upbeat and catchy, yet still has this raw element of emotion and honesty behind the lyrics. It's just amazing. Here's a snippet of it playing in the background right now, but stick around to the end of the podcast where you can hear the full song and you can also find all of Niall's social media links and also where to find this amazing song. Thank you so, so much and I will see you next time. Andrew, I've not even let you have a drink of water yet. Are you okay? I'm, I'm all I'm, good, yeah. I want to make sure that you're not dehydrated. It's getting mm. the sun is out, it's four degrees, so people are wearing less clothes, but it's still freezing. I don't mm. I don't understand it when I was dog walking earlier. I was like, put some clothes on. It's still cold. <laughs> I don't I can't drink on mic. If I'm drinking normally, I never have any issues. But as soon as like I get this mic in front of me and I'm drinking, I just get I get like um water stuck in my throat. I get like uh, belchy sometimes and it's, it's just like this wouldn't happen in like in normal life but as soon as i get like a, a very nice uh mic that picks up all sorts of things then my mouth just starts making really weird noises so yeah i've got to prehydrate and then n- not touch the stuff for the rest of it that's fair i mean I, you you know you get like a beard a beard like i've just given away the ending of my story now you just get uh, i forgot to say um you, you know you can sometimes get a bit weird about um sound and stuff especially when doing podcasts and i remember working on and i had a radio show and uh, this noise and i've told this story many times before but there was this noise that kept on happening and it was, it was really blooming annoying me and i didn't know what it was and in the end i realized it was just me doing this <laughs> with your beard my, that and that was it and i because i didn't really realize what what was going on because like mm. you're just itching your beard and then yeah and that was annoying anyway not yes. about the beard um music mm-hmm. what are you into what are you playing What's going uh, on your Spotify or Apple playlist? It is Apple. I'm a, uh, I I never got into Spotify. I don't know why. I mean, I had a, a like a six month free trial, and I did use it because some some tracks aren't on Apple Music that I really like. Like uh, Nina Simone, one of my favorite era. She's one of my favorite artists. She she'd be right up there. But one of my favorite songs of hers um, is a it's a live recording of her doing uh, Stars. And then it just it feeds into another song by Feelings. It's it's like eighteen minutes long of her just doing this kind of live performance. It's so beautiful, but it's not on. It used to be on Apple Music, and then they got rid of it. But I found it on Spotify, so I only have Spotify for that one track, <laughs> and then otherwise it's, it's all Apple Music. I mean, 
I have to say, and I don't know if anyone said this before, and just watching your comedy and, and everything you do, it's like you have a bit of an old soul. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, people regularly guess if they just see me. I think they sometimes guess thirty because I, I don't. You know, I, I think I'm at that age where they you guess could, you're thirty. They guess me thirty, but if they no, so people who have met me and like interact with me for a bit, they guess even older. I've had forty before. Somebody guessed forty. That's like double my actual age. You're like, um, thanks. You're not on my Christmas list anymore. There you go. <laughs> Cross you off. Uh, but yeah, you do have an auto. And it's because mm. you went on Nina Simone. I was like, it's kind of that. Is that the music that you kind of would go to? Is that what you sort of listen to in your spare time? Um, I've got, a, I know everyone says, oh, I've got such an eclectic music taste, but I do, <laughs> I do have like a, my kind of, my musical switch between Kanye, Nina Simone, then it'll go like something to the 80s. I've got UK Hun from UK Drag Race going around, lots of musical theatre. So yeah, it's quite a, a random mix. But Nina Simone is probably the one I have the most listen time. Well, I know because they released the last year's 2020 Spotify wrapped. <laughs> when it outs you you're like oh crap yeah. my top artists were nina simone troy savan and i can't remember the rest uh, mine was uh jamie cullum and justin bieber i was like shut up there's no <laughs> way that i've listened to that much justin bieber but apparently and then my friend was very happy because she's uh she's in this podcast called bethia and she was in my top five that i listened to her music a lot so uh you know that's cool i'm, I'm, I'm doing it for the team doing it for the team um, you were saying um, a musical theatre. Uh, mm -hmm. Would you ever do a musical? Have you have you done a musical? A I have. Musical? I've done, or oh. well, not a professional musical. I've, I did a, a, a semi-professional theatre company when I was younger. Don't put it down. No one knows. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one knows. You say whatever you want. Okay. okay. It, was a, it was a fully <laughs> professional. Actually, it, it was. You know what? It, it, it's weird. I, I, hang on. I've got a... I'll show you. Obviously, the, the listeners can't see this, but we've got DVDs of it. It's called Broadway Show Tunes. Oh, Wow. And, um, he really does have a DVD of it, <laughs> and it was uh, it was professionally staged. Like our stage manager was from the West End, our musical director was professional West End musical director, our choreographer. You know, it's all professional, but it is it is kids. I mean, the kind of the youngest is uh, seven, six, seven. Uh, oh. So it's primary school is the youngest, and then there's kind of different groups and it goes all the way up to pdp which is a professional development program and those are people that are auditioning for drama schools and to you know to go and have a career in musical theater so it is a broad range of uh, ability and interest but it's you know overall there is quite a professional thrust behind it i mean that's pretty awesome i love it by the way how funny is it it was just there <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just have it here. Like you have an array. You're waiting for me to just say other things about you. Like, has he done any research about me whatsoever? <laughs> it all on the floor laid out <laughs> like a crime scene. <laughs> so you can sing. Can you sing? I, yeah. I, I've, hmm. Come I can, on, don't be don't be British. Just say yes. Come on. Yes, I can hold a tune. I, I wouldn't say I'm I'm an amazing singer, but I can hold a tune and do a decent job of it. I didn't ask if you were like Whitney Houston or Michael Bublé. You, know, <laughs> you don't. You don't yes. have to say. I, okay. I haven't sold fifteen million records. Uh, that's good though. That's a good like. You like that's like more. Can you dance? Um, less so. Neither can I. Did you see that? That was terrible. No one can see that. So that's good. Uh, that's why I've not been asked to do Strictly yet. So. <laughs> uh, sorry, Andrew. Uh, what What would you say is the best thing when it comes to to music for you? Um. 
Gosh, it's so. Uh, if you say escapism, I'm going. <laughs> it's not. It's not escapism. Don't worry. It's just to escape. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's hard to because obviously the best thing about uh, we well, even if I just stick with Nina Simone, like the best thing about uh, um, stars and feelings is just it's so kind of beautiful and raw and emotional. But then some of some of her other songs like uh, Got No or. Um, uh, even Mississippi Goddamn, which is is a very it's like a, a civil rights song really, and it's quite harrowing, but it's still very upbeat and it's very energizing. So one is like a completely chill, like just bear your soul, and the other is uh, just energize to get you up and ready either for happiness or for for like revolution and kind of rage and it's uh, it's an emotional outlet. I, it's, is that still escapism? I suppose? <laughs> we'll go with. Uh, uh, emotional outlet. Emotional outlet. I, I, I'll go with that. Um, uh, slash escape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or just Nina Simone. I mean, it could be that could be the best thing mm. to do with music as well. So yeah, there's loads of things going on there. Uh, yes. Next up, we're going to be finding out what is the best thing about something random for Andrew. But uh, we'll just have a quick break so you can think about it. Have you got mm-hmm. it in your mind? Do you know what you're going to say? I've got two things in my mind. Two. We could, let's. We'll, we'll find out after this. Something random, Andrew. What are you going to go for? You said two things. What what are they? Yeah, two very different things. I think I know what I will go for. So my my uh, one was musical theatre, but I think that kind of comes under music. Uh, the other thing is AFC Bournemouth. Uh, oh yes, the football club. I know a bit, and I've been I've been to um to the ground many times. Fantastic. Oh really? Yes. Uh, I've got I've got uh, god kids that live down there, and they both support Bournemouth. Oh, Finn amazing. and Alfie, there you go. I'll say their names. I'll be very happy with that. Uh, <laughs> by the way, like a ten-year-old listens to podcasts. Um, <laughs> yes, I go for that definitely. Uh, mm. Bournemouth. What what is what is the best thing about um, AFC Bournemouth? So I yeah, I, I don't think I, st- I strike people as a, as a football person, but I do really enjoy football. Uh, I love playing it. I, I played in goal, like lots of six aside sort of things. And it, I, you know, I'm not really that much into sport and exercise, but that was something I really enjoyed. And particularly with Bournemouth, uh, a, a there's a family connection there. My nan and my granddad always lived in Bournemouth, always supported Bournemouth, like since the 40s and before. So yeah, they, they've they've been through the whole history of it, and there's a, a lot of family connection there. Uh, but also it kind of it was really helpful in school especially when we finally got into the premier league to like be able to chat to people about football and there was kind of a, a door into the not that i wasn't particularly keen to i was never going to pretend that i followed a particular team just to get to chat to somebody I don't, i'm not really kind of into changing my colors like that but i had a legitimate genuine reason to to get into the football chats and, and talk to the football people on their own yeah well not not quite on level terms because we're very Bournemouth is a very small club compared to you know Man United or whatever but still we were in the same league and that was exciting it's amazing because I, I love it because it's such a small ground so if you do get to ever go there it's mm. like quite prestigious because I think we went and saw a couple of cup games I think maybe seen like five cup games maybe but it was just it was kind of nice and and because there's it doesn't really hold that many people mm-hmm. when you do get to go. And I, you know, got to go with my, my God kids and stuff. They were just so excited because yes, they are in the premier league. They're playing those big giants of man United and man city and Chelsea and Arsenal and stuff like that. I have to say Arsenal because that's who I support. <laughs> um, but it's uh, you know, it's, 
it is incredible. And I think that it really does bring the whole town together. Are you, mm. um, because obviously you you don't live in Bournemouth, but do you get to ever venture down that way? I do, yeah. A lot of my family still are in Bournemouth, and um, it, as you say, it's quite prestigious. It's really hard to get tickets. It's there's a points based system. Um, Pretty Patel would love it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's based on um, how how often you've gone before and stuff. And it, it's kind of a catch twenty two because it's really hard to you know if it's hard to get tickets. It's hard to build up your points. But I've been lucky enough to go to at least a few games every season, and I just and a couple of away games. But I just, yeah, I love it so much. It's uh, it's a, a world away from anything else I do, and it's uh, it's not an escape. I'm not going to say escape again, but <laughs> no, but you don't have to say anything because this this section is literally just about AFC Bournemouth, so it's fine. Yeah. But it's about <laughs> escapism as well. It's, is that going to be the name of your new DVD? Escape. <laughs> Honestly, people must think that I have an awful life. Everything's been like, oh, I've just got to escape. I've just got to escape. Got to get out somehow, <laughs> anyhow. Food, travel, TV. Just got to leave. But I think that's what they use all those things for. You know what I mean? Uh, we had um, we uh, we've got a, a wonderful guest uh, on this series, and he's um, he's a TV host, and uh, he's he does drive for Kiss actually, so he's very cool. I actually change. You know, sometimes when you have to change your personality for someone you're talking to, like he's mm. a bit cooler than you. Like, oh, I need to be cool with you. Um, his I am now giving it away, but his uh, best thing when it comes to food was food comas. Food. Wow, <laughs> that's an interesting. Just being completely he incapacitated loves, by food. He loves being just full by food. <laughs> I hate. I hate that. I hate being full. I had one yesterday. I felt terrible. I just had to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was all done. Um, that was awesome. Um, so we've added an extra question, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it, you don't have to spend that much uh, time on it. And it's just because we'd just like you to be nice about you know yourself um so i'm gonna ask you the question you've got um five seconds to think about it that's mm-hmm. how long i like to give people to think about things i ask them in life um <laughs> Adric, what is the best thing about you you're gonna find out after this don't answer it <laughs> there you go uh yes sorry about that you had a little jingle Mm-hmm. Just to give you a little time, and now you're back in. Yeah. What is the best thing about you, Andrew? Come on. I get things done. Oh. I think, I think I'm a doer, and I'm quite organized. Uh, I, love, I love tax returns. I, yeah, I love... for now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> when your accountant's doing it, you're like, oh, I don't like it anymore. What's going on? <laughs> Wait, I don't necessarily like paying the, the final bill, but... Honestly, like uh, I've got, I've got my um, desk, my uh, browser in front of me, and I've got all these kind of like saved, you know, bookmarks, and five of them are different spreadsheets. I, I, I love spreadsheeting so much. I just, I like to feel organized. I really, it's hard. I'm, I'm, I'm good at ground up organizing. I'm not so great at sorting. Like if I move into a new place, I can make it organized and keep it organized. But where I am. At home, it's quite cluttered and chaotic. I'm not good at getting on top of that. But building a brand new spreadsheet or, you know, keeping on top of my accounts, I'm I'm very good at. That sounds like a good thing to be good at. Like, if, mm. if people can have superpowers, that is quite a good superpower. It's useful. It's really useful. I, and, you're, not, um, you're not sweating the small stuff. You're just getting it done. You're like, I don't care. I just get it done. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah. I, I, I think it's... Uh, 
Hang on, sorry, I, I I genuinely didn't plan to say this, but it's another form of escapism. <laughs> what? What? You know, this episode is going to be just called escapism. Yeah. It's not even going to be. It's not even going to have your name on it. I'm just going to have escapism on okay. it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, especially like being uh, in a creative uh, industry, they some of those projects like writing a whole Edinburgh show or even just like writing and joking can feel quite like massive and all-consuming and unknown as well like i've no idea what it's going to be whether i'm going to be whether i still have that skill whether the next joke i'm going to write is going to be funny whereas numbers and spreadsheets and files i know exactly where they are and if i'm if i've got a big thing i've got to write i'll i'll procrastinate by filling in my spreadsheet of accounts because it's it's absolute numbers i know what i'm dealing with well, I think that's a great answer, to be honest. So uh, when it comes to the best thing about you is you like to get things done. Yes. By escaping through numbers, <laughs> escapism, and escape, escape, escape. Best escape. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, obviously, like, you know, it's not been the, the you know, the year that you kind of wanted it to be, but you, mm. we're getting there. Um, mm. What is planned? Is there tours? What is going on? Everything's going to be in the details below. So all of the things for people to follow you will be down in the links mm -hmm. below. But yeah, what's going on with you? Are you writing Edinburgh shows in the future? Come on, we need to know. Yes, I'm not optimistic about Edinburgh 2021, but I am planning to go Edinburgh 2022. I have a brand new show. I have a rough called escape. Good escape. <laughs> <Good escape. laughs> Actually, it should be. Actually. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll give you that for free. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, next year edinburgh definitely gonna have a show in the meantime i'm gonna be clubbing all over the country building up the material honing it and uh i'll, I'll still be putting out I, I think i'm gonna try and find a big kind of uh online project as well in the meantime uh might even start a podcast do it yeah. you've got to do it you've got to do it and it could be called escapism with <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop taking them, Nick. It's fine. Um, you've been an absolute delightful guest. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm going to be following your journey. I'm going to put stuff on social media and myself, especially when this comes out. Um, but yeah, you should be super proud of yourself. You're, you've come so far, and I'm just—I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for having me on. It's been really fun. You had to say that. Thanks for saying that. No, it's been—it's been nice to not talk to my parents. Uh, it's been—it's been an escapism, hasn't it? So. Yeah, it has. We could have sat here and silenced it, and it would have would have already had a a, a pretty good uh, increase on where I where I was before. <laughs> oh, bless your parents. It's fine. <laughs> They're looking after you. They're looking after. Yeah, you. no, I well, appreciate them greatly. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thank you time for the thank yous thank you so much to our wonderful guest andrew white today he is so good i love him he's great really funny up and coming comedian and he's going to be doing some really good stuff in the future you can find him on the links below so just check on all of those there thank you as always to adam harris who'll be giving us his answer to his fat chicken after this and of course bethia beats where would we be without her yes she'll be playing her track of the pod right after fat chicken answer Thank you to the boys at the reviews, Tom and Revan, always making sure we don't miss out on those things to watch. And I've, I've watched them all now. Thanks, guys. Uh, the music in the background is by Tom Baxter, Jimmy Lundy, and myself. And the artwork is done by JMD. Right, up next is Adam Harris's answer, followed by Vethia Beach track of the pod. We will see you next time. I don't know why I say see. You'll hear me next time. Anyway, you know what it's like. Over to you, Adam. Bye-bye for now.
Ooh, fat chicken. I was finding out if just standing around burns calories. On average, a 150-pound person, stroke chicken, burns 114 calories per hour by standing and doing nothing. That saves you on a gym membership. You don't need running shoes, just standing around. Another one of those for you on the next episode. Cluck, cluck. I know you said we could be friends, but after all, all my history, like calling your friends, calling me up, calling me quits. I guess I lack consistency. Could I change your mind? That things would be fine. All we need is time for you and me to fall in line. I swallow my pride when I realize that you're not the one. But you're not the one for me Cause I never thought you were gonna fake it Ten years with the last boy you was playing Why have you got me so hypnotized? And you were never gonna be my savior Cause I was always gonna be the one to save me Maybe I'll see you on the other side I can't see you But I feel you in my skin tonight I can't see you But I feel you in my skin tonight Can hide. Cause I never thought you were gonna fake it Ten years with the last boy you was playing Why have you got me so hypnotized? And you were never gonna be my savior Cause I was always gonna be the one to save me Maybe I'll see you on the other side I can't see you But I feel you in my skin tonight I can't see you But I feel you in my skin tonight Got you on my skin, yeah